Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another f- podcast of Ex Nihilo. This is your host, Father Martin. And your co-host, Steve Buckland, back and better than ever, uh, two times in a row. So how about that? Nothing Isn't like that consistency. Wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. And it, I really do miss this environment, miss, you know, bantering back and forth with you in the, st- in the studio. I miss the chirp of the air conditioning here in the studio. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> All it's, small small little things that make us happy. It's like a rabid cricket. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so if if the chancellor of uh, of administration is listening to us, I and the chief operating officer. Yes, yes, I have to get it right. Chief operating officer. Yep, yep. Maybe she can do something about it. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm a, I'm gonna be in trouble. Yeah. But anyway, so we thought today Steve and I would tackle a. Um, oh. Yeah, we're going way out on a limb today, an, folks. An, an interesting topic, which um, uh, I don't know, it's been a, a hot button to- um, issue in in our nation, I think. And just to preface it, though, let's talk about the question of freedom. Right now, I wish we had the good cue because the soup dragons would have been perfect right here. <laughs> so because they came out, I don't even remember. They came out with a song in the 1990s. I'm free to do what I want, any old time. And really, that's kind of the topic. I think that kind of encapsulates the topic and what we wanted to discuss today. Because we talked about doing this a few times, uh, and now we're just going to go boldly out into the unknown. Right, right, um, right. Now, recently... I don't I, have pages of pre-prepared uh, material with highlights. So, so we're going to solely... It's right in, off the top of our heads, and probably both of us will be fired when we're done. But let's <laughs> give it a shot anyway. We're, we're going to solely depending on the, the Holy Spirit uh, assistant at this point. Now, recently, I gave my third grader a uh, a test and one of the question was god gave us freedom does that mean we can do whatever we want true or false that was oh, a true wow. or false that's question the third grader question yes brutal. <laughs> i am is brutal. any is any third grader passing your class the problem is when i got back the test some of them actually circle both true and false Interesting. Well, the thing is, now, if you want to study the word for, like, really... <laughs> if you want, what Father Martin's trying to pull say, if my, you really want to hurt your head... No, yeah, pull, pull apart my sentence and said, yeah. can I do whatever I want with my freedom? Yes. Yes. You can do whatever you want. Now, should you do whatever you want? Well, really, do that, you have the freedom to do whatever you want? Well, God does give us the intrinsic freedom... Mm-hmm. For to choose. Uh, so, are you free to go drive a Ferrari right now? Uh, if I can afford one. Ah, but so then you're not really free. That's you're true. encumbered by yeah. the expense of the car. Correct. And so and everything, and that's the thing that sometimes we fail to realize just that. Yep. That yes, do I have potential freedom for everything? Yes, but does that entail one responsibilities? Yep. Two, you know, certain restrictions, and three, like uh, common sense. Sure, my if my freedom, if my exercising of my freedom is inflicting evil on someone else, then as an abuse, not using it as it meant to be. But it is still, in the strictest sense, freedom. And so, really, what you get when you start thinking about these things is, is if I'm, f- am I free to do whatever I want, or am I free? To behave in a certain way 
and and then have an effect come out of it, right? right? So, and so it's the freedom from or freedom for uh, kind of classic. And, and as Catholic Christians, as disciples of Christ, what we are most interested in is being free from sin. Christ sacrificed himself so that we would have freedom from eternal damnation if we so choose to exercise that freedom. Mm-hmm. But it's not free to behave however you want. That is true. And Father the- Martin's getting a text. It's probably from the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the AEC. Yeah. But anyway, because I, I truly reduce a complex issue down to just a true and false question. Which is really not fair. And again, it is I not ask fair. You, are and, there any third graders passing your class? And so I ended up giving them eight points for that question, <laughs> regardless of what answer they give. Because, in a sense, if they said true, sure, right. you are free to do whatever you want. Right. But should you is the question. And if they if they pick false, they're not wrong either. Right. Um, and that is the preface that we're trying to set to set the tone for as we're discussing a huge problem at this point. Yeah. So 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 far the, the, our conversation, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, this has all seemed pretty generic and pretty non-toxic, and we're about to pull a hard right or left, depending on whichever yeah, uh, direction if, you if favor. I, if, I, if I was gonna, you know, <laughs> this tackle is where we go monster. off road. <laughs> We we have to like confuse you a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, we lulled you in thinking it's just a boring discussion about freedom. But what we really want to talk about is the politicization of everything. Correct. Uh, most notably, recently uh, with football, because for many many years, football and the National Football League is has passed baseball. Like when I was growing up back in the dark ages, there was baseball, and then there was you know everything else. Baseball is a national pastime. But clearly, over the last 15, 20 years, the National Football League has taken over that role. Um, as the most popular sport here in America, in the United States. Um, now, if you know anything about Father Martin, the only sport that he really plays is fork lifting. What? You lift fork and bring your fo- food into your mouth. That's what I do. That's not true. We've, we've gone bowling. We, uh, yeah, we've gone bowling, and, and I got beat <laughs> by a, a nine-year-old. Um, and so I really, I really didn't know anything about it. But, but when I, well, I do follow news, and mm-hmm. that's hard I, not to. I religiously follow Facebook news headlines, which is terrifying. That explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these things keep popping up, and and so I was curious, and I I, I click in it, and at first it was this, this problem start last year. When yes. that's one guy, Colin, Colin Kaepernick, okay, San Francisco, former San Francisco 49ers quarterback. When he, he when he took a kneeling during the national anthem, right. and when when they criticized him for it, he said that he is protected by the First Amendment on sure. freedom of uh, of speech. Yep, um, and and it's caused a lot of division over the question: could he or could he not do it? And Without you know going to like my own personal opinions, we're gonna get there. We'll get there at some <laughs> point, but <laughs> uh, it is posing a question. It is that we can tackle, and I think a lot of people. There's there's actually three. So the obvious is you think about this thing, and you know should he or shouldn't he, right? But then the third question is should we care? Uh huh. And so you can't have this discussion about you know freedom. Your freedom to protest or your freedom to exercise, you know, freedom of speech and the should or you shouldn't without also asking the question, should any of us care? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
part and parcel of the whole nosage of the news cycle is, and you see all these things in Facebook, the reason you're seeing it a lot of it in Facebook is because this is something that people care about. Correct. So in, in, in our, you know, super savvy media culture now, we're not just turning into three, three television stations to get news. We get it on the internet. And the more people click, the more the news becomes amplified. So in a, in a real sense, a lot of the news you see on social media um, is news or it is headlines or you are seeing it because there are many, many other people who found that particular news item interesting. And so, you know, when you think about the NFL and NFL players kneeling during the national anthem, do they have a right to do it? Sure. Mm -hmm. Should they do it? There are people who are making arguments on both sides. And then the last one is, should we care? Right? Good point. And, and, you know, so you have to say, okay, well, if there's somebody who feels like they really need to make a statement, are they making it in the best way? Are they making it in the most effective way? Or are they making it in the way they know they're going to get the most attention? Right? And so because I'm simply free to do something, um, and we could really get down in the weeds, but we'll try to stay at, at least at a 30,000-foot level. Um, doesn't nec- Just because I can do it, um, you know, I think is not – is it is it the best place to do it? Is there a real definitive reason to do it? And what am I expecting the outcome of my behavior sure. to be? Because uh, now here comes the opinion. Yeah. It, it, it just seems to me like it is a big stunt. When it first came out, it be, it was like a big stunt, and and being someone who loves history, I can't help but you know thinking back on the marches that Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, he that he did. Now, both aim to draw attention of the public, right. both trying to make a point. Yep. But at the same time, the the witness that Martin Luther King Jr. gave is that he walked the walk metaphorically and quite physically. Sure, yeah, yeah. He is not marching just because he's trying to make a stunt. He's marching because he himself experienced mm-hmm. the suffering, the oppression. Right. Whereas, you know, in the other case, it is a little hard to make a case for, uh, you know, oppression when you're being paid millions of dollars and right. then claim that the country that helped you reach the high of your success and uh, and wealth saying that th- this country is oppressing you. Sure. And there's a lot of ways, you know, we're going to tie this back to the church here momentarily, so just wait for it. But there are a lot of ways to to kind of think about that. And one of the, one of the, the pushbacks, you know, would be, okay, well, you know, this particular, or in the Colin Kaepernick's, particular case yes yes he's making millions of dollars what he's trying to do is call attention to those who aren't right um and so you ask yourself well is that the right platform or you know if your goal is to get people to be aware of something simply aware and Mm -hmm. not necessarily on your side or or even agreeing with you um you know he succeeded he succeeded you would say did he really get anybody to agree with him well i think some people do but i think there are a vast majority of people who don't and it plays to, I think, a larger issue, um, and this is where it's going to come back around to church here in a few moments, is, is, and I mentioned the politicization of everything, is that, you know, first of all, you know, what, what is, what are we tuned into football for, mm-hmm. right? 
You know, you mentioned in our last podcast when we had uh, Hurricane Irma. The day after Hurricane Irma was 9-11. Well, I remember distinctly on 9-11, you know, the first thing that came back and the first thing to bring Americans back together was, was baseball and NFL coming back. Right. That in all the tragedy and in all our grief, we had that outlet of sports that where we could all, whether you were a, you know, a New York Giants fan, you know, for a, a short period of time, everyone hold your breath if you're in Boston, everyone was a Yankees fan, you know, and that one police officer would come saying, uh, you know, oh, beautiful for spacious skies during the seventh inning stretch, I think. Um, and, you know, it was the sports that allowed us to shed all of our differences and and all of our preconceived notions of about each other and come together and enjoy the spectacle. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like, at least from my perspective, sitting on the couch, that I'm you know that thing that I had where I could turn off the world and just go have fun right. and watch guys you know go after it and try to you know be competitive and win the football game mm-hmm. is now getting tainted because somebody decided to you know for lack of a better word, you know, just throw a stink bomb in the works. And <laughs> and it's and I think a lot of Americans are frustrated right. about it. And, and certainly, you know, from my perspective, I, I don't really care so much one way or the other. What I'm mad about is that, you know, you're wrecking football. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, true, it's like, true, 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 true. You know, and that uh, and that has had a knock on effect. And we see a lot of this going on and, and these types of effects happening in our churches across the country where we're getting you know where what should be some the mass should be very sacred it should be a time where we come in and we're checked out we're coming out of the material world and we're spending an hour extending ourselves into into the spiritual right Mm -hmm. into the holy of holies in the eucharist where that shouldn't happen you know like leave your politics and everything at the door come be with jesus right and we see more and more the same types of things starting to happen even in our churches. Oh, yeah, the yeah. politic is seeping into just about every aspect. And I, I guess this is because of the uh, the mass amount of influence that the media has, I yeah. must say. Because when Facebook was first created, it was a place of, you know, to hang out and make friends and watch you know, or funny... catch up with old acquaintances people right. you hadn't seen and then watch you know, look at baby pictures and ooing at you know cats petting cats. themselves right uh, but uh it's changed it's changed because it, it like it's frustrated me to some time just to see how how ugly people get with each other on on um Social media. On social media. Things we would never say to our, to each other in person. We're happy to type on right. a keyboard. Now, just before we we move on, I just wanted to say something from the perspective yeah. of, of a, an immigrant and of a priest. As an immigrant, if those who know me, I am not yet a, an American citizen. That's right. At the same time, I've come to this country. I've lived here for 11 years. Uh, I've seen the ups and downs because just the year after I came, that's when the big economy hit and it was a lot of hardships. Uh, But at the same time, I have witnessed so many beautiful examples of of kindness, of uh, hospitalities, of human greatness. And sure, you will always have the the trashy of human beings in any neighborhood, in any community. But at the same time, there is a beautiful in the American spirit. This country has been made up of different cultures, of different heritage, different backgrounds that come together because it is a United States of America. 
and that's the beauty of it have i ever experienced oppression just because i i i am of different uh, skin color different language uh different culture and understanding uh no i can't say that i i truly have and in a sense i've done my best to prove that you know my my people have worth as well mm-hmm. um but at the same times i respect this country <clears throat> i respect its greatness its greatness its spirit uh what makes it what it truly is um so i cannot equate a few bad encounters with people who are garbage and then just label the whole nation mm-hmm. and that's where i take a little offense over people not respecting the national anthem in that sense and as a priest as a priest one of the most beautiful things that i get to do is to meet with people from different walks of life sure i have sat and talked to veterans who fought in world war 1 world war 2 korean war vietnam war all sort of gulf war gulf both war. of them yep and <laughs> and to see the sacrifices that these men and women have to make because they believe in America because they wanted to defend the freedom and the safety of the people of America uh and then I've also been to I've buried veterans or men and women who lost their lives in combats and to see the pain that it ripped the family apart because of the sacrifices had to be made One of those pictures that seared into my mind was one time this this soldier was so young and there was a fa- there was a boy his his boy was handed the American flag and the boy was in tears but he he stood so proudly as he received the flag because he knew that his father's sacrifice meant something uh and so I I think there is just so much more than then you know I, it's a little hard for me to put into word at this point but well you almost feel like if i can jump in is that that there's some things that is this the proper place to protest right. you know so is the national anthem the place to get your point across because you know what the fact of the matter is is there is inequality um whether it's self-imposed or or imposed by others you know all over the place and right. and there's never going to be until we get to heaven there's never going to be this nirvana of equality we won't all be in communion with each other until we're all one in the lord mm-hmm. and so you know but how we deal deal with it um How in the we, most respectful there, manner right, and can there still be things that are have universal respect i mean on the one hand um you know and and i think what's upset a lot of people and it sounds like it's upset you is that look you know the national anthem um it stands for something you know mm-hmm. it stands for the sacrifice and it stands for the promise of america and it stands for uh, all of the good things and and that engenders a lot of emotional feeling and mm-hmm. so we kind of along with and and it's experiential you know particularly you know everyone relates and i think and you you've done a great job of relating it to the military and the sacrifices of our men and women and the people who've died for our freedom and that that anthem means something and has has historically um been associated with them and then but for a lot of these people who are coming up particularly NFL players and some of the and not NFL but just the younger generation they don't have that they don't have that relation you know the symbol isn't what it is to you or or to me certainly being much older 
that they don't see that symbolism anymore. And so, you know, you, you kind of relate that, even relate that into to church, right? What is sacred? It's sacred in, in some, unfortunately, in some respects, in the eye of the beholder. Right. And, you know, the question, I guess, is, is, is how do you go forward from this? That is that is a little hard to to solve the the question because even in, if you look at church's history, as far as long oh, as I we, meant the NFL, how does that? Just no, 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 no. <laughs> now you're relating it to the church politics. Yeah, 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 as far as long as the church has been around, uh, whether we want it or not, we still have been always <clears throat> been influenced by politics. Sure. Uh, from the, the time of Constantine, even before that, um, and then the Middle Ages, when we're most, when we're most enmeshed with mm-hmm. politics, when the Pope had more power than the kings, and then he appoint kings sure. and all those all sort of things, and to the separation of state and church in this country, right, um, which is not, by the way, well, in the Constitution in theory, or the Declaration of Independence. Um, Just for for you history buffs. Was it, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson wrote about it in an article he published. <laughs> right, right, right. When, when, well, we try to separate it, but not in the right way. Yeah. And then we mesh it when we're, where we shouldn't be. Sure, sure, um, sure. Oh, it's always a matter of convenience. But yep, yep. And so people will bring <clears throat> the politics, the political stance, the political understanding into the pews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, how and they bring s- it to the field. I mean, is it any difference to bring it? You know, you bring your political, you bring your political understanding and your feelings into the pew. Is that any different than the player bringing it out onto the field? Right. Uh, that's true. And then deciding that they're going, you know, that this is the forum that they're going to 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 express that opinion in. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I I hope and pray that no one is inter- is going to interrupt me in the middle of my homily and then take a knee <laughs> take in a the knee, middle take a knee in the middle of your homily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that would go over well. That would go over well, but uh <laughs> Well, you know, I mean if the iron, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, uh actually it was Sunday when I was watching uh, football was that you know the irony is is that for us in the church you know kneeling is a sign of of reverence of reverence <laughs> you know so all these players who are taking a knee during the national they're anthem probably, you could interpret that as they're being more reverent than the people who are standing okay good 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 Put, <laughs> spin a good spin on it yeah that's good <laughs> you because, like that? because I was gonna say that they just totally <clears throat> trashing our kneeling because it is it is an absolute posture of humility yeah posture of reverence right so hopefully okay maybe that's what they're trying to manage to, to, i've to come convince. up with a solution good no one's gonna like it but. <laughs> but at the same time just like i i um i remind my people in the pews you know uh the republican party isn't going to get you to heaven the democratic party isn't going to get you to heaven no. politics will never get to you to heaven it's god it's God, and it's what is truth, what is beautiful, mm-hmm. and what is good. Yep. It's going to get you to heaven. If you don't believe in God, that's fine, but... but you probably aren't lead, listening to this podcast. That's true, yeah. but, you know, it is... The quality of your life is going to be reflected in what is good, what is true, and what is beautiful. Right. Politics, politics, for all it is, it will never reflect that right and i think as as catholics if you want to you know so now that we've kind of uh, scratched open this scab and, and let it bleed all over the floor um i think what you can take away from this is the need as 
as good, faithful Catholic Christians um, to use that gift of the Holy Spirit of understanding Mm -hmm. and a little bit of wisdom and a little bit of right judgment and always make the effort uh, to kind of to see things not as someone would tell you they should be seen. Right. But with a responsible eye and to to discern for yourself. yourself. Um, and, and it's most important that if people, if there aren't people who continue to, to show respect and continue to do the right things, then the few voices who are doing things maybe in a wrong way mm-hmm. will win out. Right. Um, and so, you know, when you, what would you say to somebody, an example that, what would I say to somebody like last year, if some, you know, no one ever bothers to ask us, Father Martin, but had they, you know, asked us, well, what would you say to Colin Kaepernick? I guess what I would have said is, um, okay, I get it. Um, what's Maybe this isn't the best way for us to get your message across. Maybe there's some other ways. Or now that you've gotten everybody's attention, what's okay, next? Then, then you know, do what's something next? about it. So okay, what's, use, what can we do next? You use know? your paycheck to yeah. like op- open schools or, for you know? or or if if the if the if the you know the the, sh- the signal gun was to to do that you know to to make that statement. Well, what's the follow up for mm-hmm. it? You know, what's the plan? Um, and to think things through and when we, you know, really to tie it all the way back around to freedom, you know, understanding that, yes, you, you know, you have freedom. We're free to love um, and we're free to follow God um, and we're free to not do that, too. That's true. And so and to use the gift of freedom in the most responsible manner, in the most wise and prudent manner. And as a disciple, requires a lot of discernment. Requires a lot of the gift, the gift of prayers, you know, to listen to the voice that will guide us to use that gift of freedom uh, in the best way. Yep. And not cause, you know, division, frustration, anger, uh, because definitely that's a lot of that's going on around. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it, it, it is a complicated matter for us to really discuss in like 30 minutes. But uh, Steve really humored me in agreeing uh, <laughs> to open this can of worms. Uh, and I, I guess I, my hope is that we can give you something to think about. Yeah. Um, everyone will have different opinions on what's going on at this point. Maybe they agree with it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they love it. They hate it. Regardless, because, yes, at the end of the day, the freedom is there. Right. It is protected by the First Amendment of the Constitution. Right. And that Constitution, whether you like it or not... Is uh, the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been... And there have been a lot of people who have fought and died uh, to protect that. I right. mean, you know, there have been a lot of allusions back to World War II. Well, you know, in World War II, the whole world was really on the verge of losing its freedoms. Mm-hmm. And it was the United States who stepped up to defeat evil. But my hope is that whatever we do with our gift of freedom, we do the best we can to yep. express the good, the truth, and the beautiful. All that will truly get us one day to heaven. Every gift is given requires a sense of responsibility. If we abuse the gift is given to us, then we will have to pay the consequences. Right. Amen. All righty, folks. Heavy topic today. So (laughs) I hope you will have a wonderful week and may God bless you always. Amen.